fly it in the bird. He got me jumping like I'm dunking. Yeah, yeah I'm two toes in. I hit my brothers up. Trying to spin some bands, but gotta save it up. Talking to God, he's saying save it for the tithe. I'm like, God, what you be saying? Don't you know this money mine? Man, I feel like he be laughing. I said, what you laughing at? He said, that money you be having, I can really take it back. I gave you riches from the kingdom. No need for all of the greed. The money falling off the grid. I always get you what you need, yeah. Yeah, I know that he can, he can. From the weekend, weekend. He turned my morning into dancing. Now I'm walking down the halls with a guy who got me prancing. Yeah. yeah, I know that he can, he can. From the weekend, weekend. He made me something out of nothing. Now I'm flying in a bird. He got me jumping like I'm donkey. Came astray. I was looking for the answers by myself. I ran away. My hatred hurt and all my pain had started changing to my name. And after all my doubts and worries took my life and filled my brain. I know I ain't been the only one who probably felt this way. If you hear the lyrics and you feel they calling on your shame, it ain't over. You ain't leaving. God is waiting for the day when you raise your hands and give it all away in Jesus' name. I know everybody got a purpose written on their life. Romans 12, give your bodies as a living sacrifice. We ain't perfect and sometimes. It's hard to always do the right But the God we serve is risen and has given us a lie Let me break it down for all you people thinking that I'm crazy Virgin Mary wasn't pregnant, it was just a little baby She was scared, she was married, how could anyone believe her? But she bowed down and let the Lord give and her receiving We bow humbly to the Lord our
Professionalism is key. <laughs> we were so close to nailing that intro, y'all. Almost the so perfect close. intro. So almost perfect. So close. The only non-professional one here. <laughs> we're, uh, we, we might we might still be hiring a producer. It depends on how Nate feels after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back to Embrace with Yahweh, folks. Uh, I'm your co-host Pedro Martinez. With me, your host Nate, and your producer who kind of just ruined everything. Logan, for right here. Producer he's, uh, for now. <laughs> he's honestly, uh, actually, we do really love you, Logan. You put your heart and soul into what you did with us, and you worked really hard. So you know, everybody gives a round of applause to you. We love you, Logan. You truly are blessed with us. Um, today, we're going to continue on reading with Revelation 16, 17, 18. But before we go ahead and get all that, we are on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Embracing with Yahweh. Everything we have is up there. If you guys would like to give us a shout out. Um, our music is provided by uh, a young man named YNG Glassy, 17 years old, about to graduate high school and is really talented. He's the one that sang the first two songs. And uh, if you guys don't have anything to add, let's go ahead and go and pray. All right. Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you for today, for blessing all of us today. Um, you gave it, you given us everything we need. You provide for our families. You provide for us. You make sure we're safe. Lord, you've given us the signs for our future. Show us the way before your return, God. As we were, we, we await your arrival. And just let us do what you called us to do. Speak through us. Hide us behind the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Right. It's my understanding that, Nate, you'll go first? Yeah, I'm going first today. So uh, we're going to go ahead and start off with Revelations uh, chapter 16. And uh, the, again, this is the King James Version. Uh, in our Bibles, there's a header. And same with book Warren, Project Price. And all that kind of stuff. There's a header upon every uh, for every single chapter. Uh, for those that are new to the channel, uh, just uh, new to th that kind of stuff. Uh, for the header for Revelation 16, it says, "God pours out plagues upon the wicked. The nations assemble for Armageddon. Christ comes. Islands flee. Mountains seize." And I heard a great voice of people. Uh, I'm sorry, I heard a great voice of out of the temple saying to seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of wrath upon uh wrath of God upon the earth. And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a uh, noisome and grievous sore upon uh the men which had a mark of the beast, and upon uh them which worshipped his image. The second angel poured out the vial upon uh, upon the sea, and it became as the blood of the dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. And the third angel poured out uh, his vial upon the rivers and the fountains of the waters, and they and became blood. And I heard the angels of the waters say, "Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and." Uh, was it shall be because thou hast judged us for they have shed the blood of the saints and the prophets and thou hast given uh, them food to drink I'm mean, sorry blood to drink uh, for they are worthy and I heard in 
another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are they are thy judgments. And the fourth angel poured out his vial upon the sun, and the power was given unto him uh, to scorch men with fire. And men that uh, men were scorched with great heat and blasphemed in the name of God, which hath breath the power over the plagues, and they repented not to give him glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seat of the beast, and the kingdom was full of darkness, and they gnawed at their tongues for pain. And blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. And the sixth angel poured out uh, his vial upon the river Ephrates, and the water thereof dried up, and the way of the kings of the east um, might be prepared. And I saw there were three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth uh, unto kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to battle uh, of the great day of uh, God Almighty. Behold, I become as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and carries his garment, lest he walk naked and they see all his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called Hebrew tongue arm, uh, tongue Armageddon. And the seventh angel poured out the vial into the air, came out to the great, uh, great voice out of the temple of heaven, from the throne, saying, "It is done." And there were voices and thunders and lightnings. Uh, there was a great earthquake, which was not, uh, which as such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and the great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give up uh, unto her cup uh, of the wine and the fierce, fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of uh, heaven. Every stone was about the weight of, of a talent. And the men uh, blasphemed God because of uh, the plague of hail. For the plague thereof was exceeding great. Okay, so that concludes uh, the end of Revelation 16. Um, I really don't have anything to add. It's kind of all there from what it tells you from each angel, uh, each angel that poured out of his bowl. It, it kind of just it kind of tells you straight straight that it's right there. What about you, Nate? Yeah, um, there is a footnote on verse 18. 
Uh, there's only one footnote for that chapter, uh, and it goes straight towards da- uh, towards the Old Testament, actually. Uh, and it says that in the time uh, shall Michael stand up, and the great prince stand- standeth for the children of thy people. Uh, for shall be time of trouble, such uh, as never since the nation, even to the shame of time. And the time of thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall uh, be found written in in the in the book so this is actually you know it's a footnote towards that and it, it's also a footnote towards uh, a couple of chapters we read earlier uh in uh revelation 6 and revelations 11 as well um so just to kind of give a clear like definition of what it means by uh, it just kind of gives a little bit more of a description of what the great earthquake will will look like, and it's been mentioned in a couple of chapters. I got you. Yeah, we um, it feels like this uh, this chapter is kind of a continuation of um the last couple, we, three or four. Yeah, with this yeah talk about the city of Babylon. Yeah, so that's why I really don't have much to add because I feel like we've all talked about it <clears throat> in the last couple of uh chapters so i i believe the next one is on me right revelation 17 yes sir okay and i and i'm uh, gonna read off the uh, new living translation uh uh do, nate do, i don't see any uh i don't think i see any footnotes for this one do you have any um there the header says that john is shown that Babylon, uh, the great, the mother of the Harriets and abominations, has become established throughout the earth. Okay, gotcha. All right, well, I got uh, Revelation 17 pulled up here. Uh, as I said, it's the NLT version. Uh, it's just labeled the uh, the great prostitute for me. Uh, all right, Revelation 17. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said. And I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her. And the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immortality. So the angel took me into the spirit, into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns. And blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand, she held a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her her immortality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witnesses for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Uh, why are you so amazed? The angel asked. I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast of, with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast you saw was once alive, but isn't now. And yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, 
will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. This calls for mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come, but his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together they will come to war. They will, I'm sorry. Together they will go to war against the lamb. But the lamb will defeat them because he is lord of all lords and king of all kings. And his called and chosen and faithful ones will be with him. Then the angel said to me, The waters where the prostitute is ruling represent masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purposes. They will agree agree to give the authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. Wow, that's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for, for real. That one took a little bit of a turn, but I get where it's going for. What's your, what's your question, Nate? I saw you had a question. Yeah. What you got? Yeah, so um, at verse 5, verse 5 uh, of Revelation 17, mm-hmm. uh is like all except for maybe the first line written in capital letters real? No. Um, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Uh, so the, the title, Babylon the Great, Mother of All Prostitutes and Obscenities in the World. That's yeah. that was, but... The yeah, the first, the first letter in the name, yeah. Yeah, the, so yeah, the, almost the entire verse for me is written in capital letters. This is a curious observation. I assume if yours was the same way, it is the same way, and I and I believe I know why. Um, because I I think that's uh, I think it's an official title given to the prostitute, and titles generally have that. Nate, like, does yours say the same thing, or does it say something? It else? does not say prostitute. No, it says. Uh, harlot- it, say it again. It says harlots and abominations. Yeah, it's basically the same thing. I, I think prostitute is just more of a modern. It's a modern language. Yeah. But yeah, no, if, if if like you were like, you know, host of the Embracing with Yahweh podcast, you know, the, the first letter of every word in that title would be capitalized. So that's a title. I, I think that's what it is anyway. Okay. Luckily we just luckily we just call you the host to keep it simple. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just call you the host. <laughs> we just call you the host. Um, and then, um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to really think about how I want to put this here. Uh, 15 through 18, uh, the last couple of uh, of sentences there. Um, 
yeah, it's a continuation, like yeah, the the same th- the same theme of Babylon and you know whatnot is kind of still continued here, but now they're talking about how the fall of Babylon came to be. In my opinion, you know they they listened to this great prostitute who you know promised to show them the ways, and that's just my my way of looking at this. I could be completely off, to be honest with you. Um, but how I'm looking at this, uh, you know, the prostitute says, like, I'll show you great things. And, you know, all the kings listen to her. And next thing you know, Babylon's burning to the ground. <laughs> wow. Actually, that is literally the next chapter title. The Fall of Babylon. And is it because of the prostitute? Uh, we're about to find out. Don't get ahead of us. Okay. I don't have any questions on that one. What about you guys? Not another question, but I do have a, another thought. Uh, so again, um, so I think that I, I'm, it's kind of beating on the dead horse, but um, during sacraments, Tuck, hold on, I'm actually going to pull up my notes. During Before sacrament, you say anything, uh, for the people that are watching, sacrament for them is uh, communion for most everybody else. Okay, so one of our one of our church leaders in sacrament, he uh, he told a little bit about his life life story. Uh, he grew up. He you know he he grew up basically became an adult, and then he spent an entire decade just letting everything just kind of pass by. And I know I'm kind of beating on a dead horse by saying this, but he was faced with some unfortunate, some decisions that I don't want to say were bad or good decisions, but they were decisions that just didn't actually make sense in his mind. Um, and then the just everything, so he would just put that on hold. I guess is what I'm trying to say, and. And then now he eventually decided to go and go through with some of these choices that he's making. Then he ends up getting married. I mean, not he not fully married, but he is engaged. They ended up buying their first house. You know, a lot of he, he they get the milk as the he gets the milk as a priesthood. Gets endowed a couple days later. A lot of big things happen for him have been prepared for him just within that month of span. Just within that short time. And so I'm going to repeat his message that he... he, he, I'm going to repeat his message that he shared to us in Sacrament. Do not be afraid to take that next step in your life, whatever it is, whatever you feel like you need to do. Oh, is that it? Yeah. That's it. Oh, I, I get that. Like, um, yeah. yeah, the song that I wrote, Don't Be Afraid. And I feel like this chapter also reminds me. That chapter don't, reminds you of Don't Be Afraid. I can get where it says Don't Be Afraid. After everything that's going to happen to the world, I can get where that's coming from. And uh, I agree with uh, the person that gave the sacrament. Because like the song I wrote, Don't Be Afraid, from first from Isaiah 41.10, it literally tells us that God has our backs and we shouldn't be afraid. He's literally guiding us with his righteous hand. 
So I and like yes, that. Didn't, didn't we hear 4110 uh, earlier? Yeah. Uh, don't play it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. Um, I have it on my – I should know it. It's uh, don't be afraid, for God is with you. Don't be discouraged, for he is your God. He is your strength. He will protect you with his righteous hand. And, uh, you know, if uh, – great. Well, if, uh, you know, Pete approves, uh, we might be selling uh, merch soon, hopefully. You know, with <laughs> maybe we'll sell an album from Mr. Pete. Um, but he has uh, Revelations uh, 18, so, and he's uh, he stepped away for a second. Yeah. Uh, Revelations 18, let's get this started. Fall of Babylon. Uh, NLT, right? Uh, yeah, New Living Translation. After all this, I saw another angel come down from heaven with the great authority, and the earth grew bright with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout. Babylon is fallen. A great city is fallen. She has, she has become a home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul soul, uh, a foul spirit. A hideout, a hideout for foul vulture and very foul and dreadful animal. For all the nations have fallen because of the wine of her passionate immortality. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her. Because of her desire for extravagant luxury, the merchants of the world have grown rich. Then I have heard another voice calling from heaven. Come away from her. My people do not take part in her sin, or you will be punished with her. Her sins are piled as high as heaven, and God remembers her evil deeds. Do to her as you have done to others. Double her penalty for all her evil deeds. She drew up a cup of terror for others. She drew, she brewed twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury, so matched it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen of my throne. I am now helpless and widowed. I have now reason to mourn. Therefore, the, ple the plagues will overtake her in a single day. Death and mourning to famine and famine. She'll be completely consumed by fire. The Lord God who judges her is mighty. And the king of the world who committed adultery with her and enjoyed her great luxury will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from her charred remains. They will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, how terrible, how terrible for you. O oh, Babylon, O oh, great city, in a single moment, God's judgment came on you. So literally what kind of what you said, Logan, that the fall of Babylon was on her. It was also kind of, it was kind of foreshadowed and saw that she would get burnt. She would fall. Yeah, but I'm starting to think uh, the prostitute's not an actual person, but rather the prostitute was a representation of the city itself. Yeah, um, so it is. It's truly Pete, what it is. Uh, Pete, I got a question for you. Uh, how long should that have taken me to figure out? What are we at? Chapter 18? Chapter 17? 
So I'm good. Like, You're I'm good. Not, That's perfect. That you figured it out now. Not everybody can get it as quick. But the way you figured it out is great because that is literally what it's talking about. I didn't okay. know. I knew. I think I'm pretty sure Nate knows, but I'm so glad you caught on that it's not talking about an actual person. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Well, glad I figured that out and not like four chapters from now. <laughs> <laughs> You're over here. Man, this person's so rude. <laughs> yeah, this prostitute's really ruining things over here. <laughs> okay, here we go. The merchants of the world will weep and mourn for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. She brought great quantities of gold, silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen, purple silk, and scarlet cloth, things made of fragment thi uh, thin wood, ivory goods, and objects made of expensive wood. And bronze, iron, marble, she also brought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, vine, Olive oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horse, wagons, body. That is human slaves. <laughs> they brought a lot. Let's get that out of the way. The fancy thing you loved so much are gone. They cry. All your luxuries and splendors are gone forever. Never to be again. The merchants who became wealthy by selling, selling her uh, these things will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will weep and cry out. How terrible, how terrible for the great city. She was clothed in the finest purple and scarlet uh, lens, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls. In a single moment, all the wealth in the city is gone. And the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crews will stand at a distance. They'll cry out as they watch the smoke ascend and they will say, where is another city as great as this? And they will weep, throw dust in their hands to show their grief, and they will cry out. How terrible, how terrible for the great city. The ship owners became wealthy by transporting the great wealth on the seas. In a single moment, it is all gone. Rejoice over her fate, O heaven and people of God and apostles and prophets, for at last God has judged her for her sakes. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of huge millstones. He threw it into the ocean and shouted, Just like that, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down with violence. It will never... will never be heard in you again. No craftsmen, no trades will ever found, will be found in you again. The sound of the mill will never be heard in you again. The light of the lamp will never shine in you again. The happy voices of brides and grooms will never be heard in you again. For your merchants were the greatest in the world, and you deceived the nations with, the sor with your sorceries. And your streets flowed with blood of the prophets and of the gods, holy people, and the blood of people slaughtered all over the world. Okay. Man, that um, that went from a that went from a five to like a twenty. Yeah, and I just want to take that in just a minute. Mm -hmm. That it's closely resembling what's happening around the world right now. 
Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, I was saying like, yeah, we could compare this to uh, we could compare this to our own backyards, dude. You know, America right now is Nay, you're muted by the way if you're trying to talk to us. But um yeah, this is this is America right now. Um, you know yeah, we're watching this unfold before us. Um, you know, and, and I, I kind of wrote down a little thing while, you know, while Pete was talking and, uh, yeah, I think the scripture just, uh, just kind of proves that, uh, you know, everyone who kind of focuses on material wealth, you know, getting like expensive cars and, you know, expensive houses and yachts and everything, they're, they're focusing on, the wrong things and many scriptures in the Bible say that, but this one kind of says it too. Um, yeah, as you can see, Don admit on how it says it too. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you can, you can watch how everything burns in front of you in an instant. You can lose everything, you know, in it's in a second, you know, instead of focusing on material wealth and, you know, objects and fancy sports cars and whatnot. Yeah, you should be focusing on God's love. Um, you know, it you know, it never goes away no matter how hard we try to screw it up. Uh, you know, God says, you know, it, you know, in the Bible there there's you know, people in there who have done way worse things than we could ever do. You know, and we're thinking that, you know, Oh, we did this one thing. Yeah, we lost God's love forever. You know, that, that's not true. You know, he deals with sinners all the time. I'm about to say, yeah, so you got, got a tax collector. We had a person who murdered. Who else do we got? We oh, yeah. Liar. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have literal murderers in the Bible. And you think, like, uh, you know, I stole 20 bucks from someone one time. I'm not getting into heaven. Like, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, you just got to be focusing on God's love. It, you know, it's everlasting. It'll never go away. Material sports cars, they'll go away. You know? Yeah, and then you also got someone who had 12 demons inside of her. Right. Somebody gave an analogy one time, and they were talking about marriage. I don't remember who this was. They gave it if it was a stake or general uh, stake level leader, if it was a general leader. But they were actually talking about, uh, you know, they were talking about marriage, but they were talking about, like, the uh, marriage is basically like a triangle. Uh, the more both people ended up focusing towards God, the more they draw closer together and the stronger bonds they have. And I kind of feel like that's that's 100% true, and that's, uh, also, where you can you can take that from this chapter as well. Um, the I I strongly feel like there's been a lot of attack nowadays towards family, and uh, the more we draw ourselves closer towards family, father the stronger our family bonds will be. I, I love that. 
Yeah. Oh. That's all that's all I got. And I really love the I love the passages too. They really they're really starting to get down to what we see to nowadays from what we see now. This is this is the literal map to what's happening next. And it's happening right now. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's all I have to say. Yeah, and uh yeah, I'm just glad that uh yeah, we were able to knock out uh, 18 today because, uh, let's see, we still have, like, five more, I believe. Five more chapters. No, we actually have four. Four more re- chapters of Revelations. Okay, that's good. Which is kind of perfect because there was one person who wasn't able to make the panel today. That's and right. Now, when he joins with us next week, if he joins with, if he's feeling better by next week, of course. Uh, we'll be able to knock out revelations. We can knock out revelations, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm glad there's only four more chapters left because I'm gonna tell you, like, I'm getting nightmares about some of these. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's like, a question. No, these are a little scary. <laughs> what should we talk about? Like, what book should we talk about for the month of December? Or I think we... let, let's talk about let's we'll we'll talk about more later. I yeah. think I have an idea. About what's going to happen in December? Yeah, I, I think I think we already kind of have a solid idea about what we're trying to accomplish in the next year. You know, going back to some books in the Old Testament. I think we're. I think we're going to start that in January. I really yeah. think we're going to start that. But I have an idea of what we're going to go through in December. Uh, I'll talk with you guys around it. I don't want to say anything because it's it's not yeah. official yet. Yeah, right. It's not official, but I I mean I think what we can pretty much guarantee is that we may have a Christmas episode on Christmas. And we might talk about the birth of Christ. I feel like that's slightly appropriate. You think? Maybe. I'm so glad you, you came the, that on here. Yeah, no, I, I'm having I'm having a lot of, uh, as you say, revelations today. Like, oh, the prostitute <laughs> wasn't real. It was the city that they mentioned. Huh. Good job. We should, we should talk about Jesus's birth on Jesus's birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, and then soon we'll talk about Old Testament. So I cannot wait. Yeah. So. All right. Good deal. Um, you know. Any final thoughts, or did we, did we do that? All right. Yeah, that's all the final thoughts I had. Cool. I think. I will say there is one more thing, actually. Take that back. Um, again, repeating the same message that it's important to not just let things pass by and continue to uh, continue to do what you believe to know is right and what you feel like you should do next. Absolutely. Oh, don't you love our producer? He even had a little thing said final thoughts. Oh, well, I, I figured, you know, I'm getting paid so much to do this that I should probably give, like, some effort. <laughs> By the so, way, uh, please send in your application. Send it to embracingwithyahweh.com at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, we're looking, we're looking for uh, co-hosts, uh, producers. Producer. Yeah, um, you know, actually, we're looking for contributors. That's right. 
<laughs> that, that's all we have today, folks. Yeah, um, Nate, uh, do you have a closing prayer for us? Yeah, I, I do. I'll do it. Sweet. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for this wonderful day that we have uh, been given unto us, and ask that uh, You may help each and every single one of us. That not just the people on the panel or any. Um, but also the people that are listening on the show and uh, they may be able to watch over every single one of uh, us that are part of this and uh, everybody else as well. And uh, thank thee for allowing us to give wonderful wonderful insight and testimonies uh, over what we believe to be true and say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All we got, then you will buy. Play the accidental faults of our churches is now a leap day. We shouldn't be the ones who hide the faith when we the airway. The world is gonna hate us, but we fight them in the Lord's name. Our world is on the edge because we all live in a fear. We let the fake news of the world take over, don't know what to hear. I'm on a rim because I'm pissed at all the crap lodged in the gears. Why we got so many jobless people homeless and in tears? The end is near. How can you see if you look around? 13. Don't get lost, just keep on listening. There's so much more to hear. I got a couple more corruptions in the church, don't disappear. Like how we always quick to judge and then we act so crystal clear. If I was one to hate the church, then that would be my souvenir. Your generation's doomed. I swear I always hear that crap. I'll admit our generation is falling into a trap. Messiah's coming soon. I know this all is for a fact that Jesus Christ, the Son of Nazareth, is quickly coming back. I had to take a break. I had to read my Bible. There's an ugly snake. Here's our biggest rival. Man, let's make a break. We need a big revival Cause when y'all would come, it'll be surprise. It's Emmanuel, that mean God with us No harm can come to his children, we saved by the blood So you know that I know I am speaking what's right But our Lord, he will come like the thief in the night The end is near, how can you see If you look around, Revelation 13 